The following is a presentation of Highlands Church, helping de-churched people become more fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us at highlandsadventure.org. Well, I can't hardly believe that this is actually my last message here for a long time, or at least a little while. And uh, we are actually driving out of, of town after church on the 12 o'clock. After the 11 o'clock service, we're driving to Colorado. I think there's a sign in the window that says Colorado or bust. And we, we, we thought about putting, we, we don't have a dog, so we don't have to worry about putting the dog on the roof. So we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but we did think about putting our bunny on the roof. We thought that would be mean. So, um, so what I want to just share with you uh, is a story that I bet you don't know about who the very, very first person to ever come to this church was, the very first member of this church. So let me take you back to February of 2006. I was up in Red Bluff, California, and I, was, I didn't know anyone in Paso Robles, nobody in the Central Coast. I mean, I knew nobody, and we bought an old house here that needed like lots of work over here at the, near the old golf course. And so we called five or six contractors to ask them to come and, and do some work. And remember, in those days, you couldn't find a contractor. Everybody was busy, busy, busy. And there was one guy who said, yeah, I'll come and do some work up there. So he and his son came up there and did incredible, incredible work in our house. And, and then I remember asking him just, just a question. I just remember asking him, do you go to a church here in town? And I'll never forget the, the pained look that there was on his face. It was almost like I was asking about like a loved one who had died or something. And he said, you know, I, I love Jesus. I love, I love the Lord, but I don't go to church. I, I, I don't like church and the last church I went to, I felt judged, and I felt like that wasn't a part of me. And so I, I heard that, and I got that, and I said, I totally hear what you're saying. And I said, but in about a month or so, we're going to be starting this church. Actually, I didn't say church, just Highlands thing we're going to do. And it's over here on the hill, and would you build a cross for that very first worship service? I, I know that you're not like, church is just not something you want to do, but this is kind of be different. And, and would you build a cross for us for that service? Now, I'm a pastor, and so I like got out a piece of paper and drew a picture, but I don't know anything about nails or wood or anything like that. But I just drew this picture of this cross, and I seriously expected kind of something that you would put like maybe up here and you'd use for one Sunday, and then, you know, you wouldn't use again. About two weeks later, this guy who didn't like church, didn't want anything to do with anything to do with church, said, Graham, I got your cross for you. And I said... You put it in your back seat, right? He said, no, it's on the back of a huge trailer that I need to bring around. And he said, it's, it's, it's life-size. He said, I know that. I got on the thing, and it's, it's a life-size cross. And he said, it's kind of a wide load, and it's got like flags on the back of it. So can I bring that around? So he brought it around on the back of that trailer around to the old golf course up here. And, and he said, is that going to be good enough? And I was like, yeah, I, I think that's going to work. Thank you. So that very, very first Easter, I don't know if you remember, we put that. How many were here on that very first Easter? Gigi, Fred, thank you all for coming to that first service and sticking with us. And we put that very cross, very first service. And on, Jamie and I did this postcard blitz, and we, we tried to get the word out about about, you know, the new church, but I, I will tell you what got the word out about the church more than anything else that we ever did and probably ever will do. It's that cross. The people drove past that cross and they're like, wow, there's something happening over there. 
And, and I don't know if you remember, after that, the cross went up on the hill, and the people could see that driving up 101, back thousands and thousands of people could see that cross. And those of you who have been with us for a while know that that cross got knocked down and put up again and knocked down and put up again, and it, it's almost a metaphor for what's been the life of our church. So I love that God took somebody who didn't want anything to do with church and helped to make him one of the biggest evangelists in this whole area. So the last Tuesday, we had our last staff meeting with me leading, and it was just crazy. I, I don't know if you, that video that you saw, that's pretty much how it really is in our staff meetings. And I was like, order, can anyone just listen to me? And we were talking about jump tents and stuff, and a knock came on the door, and it was Norm Franklin. He said, Graham, I'm sorry to interrupt your meeting. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. There's, there's nothing going on here that's of any value. He said, well, Graham, I just wanted you to take a little bit of Highlands with you when you go. So Norm made this cross for me. And he said, you know, I made this out of chert. And he said, I don't know if you know anything about chert, but it's a really hard rock. And you can only find it in certain parts of the world, and they find it here on the central coast. It's a very special rock. And he said, you know, the Native Americans used to make arrowheads out of it, and it was very sharp, and they would make knives out of it. And, and he also said, you know, if you chisel it, you can actually start a fire. It's what they used to put in those old flint loaders, and I mean, it's flint. And he said, so I just want to give you this cross. And I, you know, you know, I'm not like a cross-wearing person necessarily. I, I love people who are. It's just, but I'm going to wear this cross. But I was thinking, you know, if this was a sermon, if this was a sermon, I might say something like, you know, God loves to take things that used to be made from weapons into pieces of love, turning, turning swords into plowshares. I, I would do that if this was a real sermon, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> If this was a real sermon, what I might talk about is how, how, how you could start a fire with this rock, and you can also start a fire with this rock. That This rock blazes in the hearts of people who love Jesus, like Josh and Tia today. But, but it's not a sermon, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> if this was a sermon, I might say that, that God loves to use special places like Paso Robles where you can only find this rock in a few places. And don't you ever forget that this is a special place. Don't you ever forget that. But it's not a sermon, so I'm not going to say that. I just want to say this. There are a lot more Norm Franklins out there. A lot more. People who don't like church, who don't want anything to do with church, but God wants to use to do great things for the kingdom of God. And one of those people is a person I want to look at quickly. His name was Paul. He didn't like church. He didn't like church people. And he especially didn't like Christians. And he did everything he could to oppress Christians. And then one day on a road to Damascus, God spoke to Saul and said, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul came to his knees and he came to Christ. And then after that, he started these churches. And do you know how he started these churches? He would go to a city just like Pastor Oval's. And he would go and speak in a local congregation. And then they would throw him out of that congregation because they didn't like what he was saying. And then he would go down the road to like a community center and all the people that liked what he was saying would go down to the community center and they would, they would go and they would be a part of that first church. 
So the very kingdom of God is a, is a kingdom that is started by people who don't like church or don't like what they used to think church was. So I've thought about and prayed about what, what God might want to say in the scripture that we want to read this morning. And I, I want to lift up to you a last goodbye from a man named Paul who wrote to a church that he helped to start and he loved that church. It was a passionate people. It, were, it was a good people. It was a strong people. It was a hardworking people. And so he wrote this and actually he wrote it in his own hand. And it's really exactly what I want to say today. This is 2 Corinthians 13, 11 through 14. Finally, brothers and sisters, goodbye. Actually, it's interesting. The Greek word here is charete, which means rejoice. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. It's the same word in Greek. It must have been that Paul knew that there was a bitter sweetness to goodbye. There was, a, there was a sweetness, there was a joy in knowing that you are going great places and that I am going great places. And that there's also this sadness. There's that goodbye too. Aim for perfection, he says. Listen to my appeal. Be of one mind. This is so important. You know what would happen every time Paul started a church? Every time. As soon as Paul left, there started to be divisions in the church. It was one person wanting the pastor over here and another person wanting a different pastor and then trying to figure out who was going to lead the church. And then there was a big argument about that. And then there was an argument about theology and there was an argument about finances. And before you knew it, the whole place was divided. And Paul said, don't let that happen. Be of one mind. Live in peace. The Hebrew word here is shalom. Would you say that with me? Shalom. shalom. It's, it, it even sounds like it, it is. Shalom, peace. But Shalom that comes from God is actually transcendent. It isn't something we can even wrap our minds around or our hearts around. Shalom. It transcends our rational ability to get it. Now, I bet, I bet you're not feeling much peace right now. Am I right about that? And I want you to know that that's exactly how I felt this last week, too. I mean, I, I was really, like, not feeling at peace at all. I, I was... I was kind of upset and I was angry and I was flustered and I was going through things and I just, I went to God and I said, Lord, would you just give me some shalom right now? And I will tell you that God gave me that. He gave me this sense that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay with this church. It's going to be okay with our community. It's going to be okay with our families. It's going to be okay with our marriages. It's going to be actually better than okay. It's going to transcend okay. That's the gift that God gave me. Now, if you don't feel shalom today, that's okay. But I want to give you the shalom that God has given me. So shalom, shalom, shalom. It's going to be okay. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Back in the day, they used to do connection time and they would kiss each other. And we, Jamie and I thought about doing that here at Highlands Church, but <laughs> said it against it. All the saints send their greetings. I loved that Richard gave a hymn from 1709. In a sense, the saints of 1709 gave their greetings to us today. And the saints of Paul's time have given their greeting to us today. And the saints in your families and the saints and the people who follow and the saints in the other churches around us give their greetings to us today. And then Paul finishes this way, and this is what I want to finish, just this last benediction. I'm going to read it three times and just drink it into your hearts. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 
May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And all the people said... This has been a presentation of Highlands Church, helping de-churched people become more fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us at highlandsadventure.org.